You're listening to the King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at kingswisbeach.org.uk. Well, good morning. Good morning. Happy Easter. Um, today, I want to take you on a little journey. Um, I'm going to start by asking you, and I'm not expecting you to answer out loud, um, ask you a simple question. What's so important about Easter? What is actually so important? How many of us genuinely think that Jesus rose from the dead? Hello, Elijah. You couldn't remember. How many of us think that he actually rose from the dead? He is actually alive now because that's the most important thing the important thing is that you can actually meet Jesus because he is alive he is alive so you can have a relationship with him that's why he rose from the grave it was to bring life he wants to bring life to to us and today we have the opportunity Because he is alive and he will meet with us. And just as there's all this life here, Jesus is full of life. And he wants to give it to us. Now, I'm going to be teaching on um, a famous thing that Jesus said. Okay? Are you going to go to your mummy for a minute? Uh. (laughs) So, let me tell you what Jesus said. This is what he said. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Now, Jesus said that to a whole crowd of people, and I'll give you, I'll read you the bit where he did it, which is in John 6, because it's important that we understand the context in which he was in. But let's just look at this. So it's John 6, and I'll start at verse 26. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, you are looking for me, not because you saw a miraculous sign, and just so you know, this follows directly on from when Jesus fed the 5,000 people. So the miraculous sign he's talking about is the fact that he got, what is it, 12 loaves and five fish, and he fed five five loaves, and he fed 5,000 people, okay? Not because you saw the miraculous sign, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work with food that spoils, but with food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, what must we do to do the work God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, what miraculous sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our forefathers ate the manna in the desert as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. It is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is our father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they asked, 
from now on, give us this bread. Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and still you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. Jesus was talking to a group of people, a vast crowd. Some of them had been at the feast where the 5,000 of them ate bread and they had their fill. They had bread and fish and they were full. At that time, life was very, very difficult. Feeding yourself on a daily basis was a difficult task. And many people focused purely on the fact that they wanted to live till tomorrow. They wanted food. So when, they, when Jesus fed them, they came back hoping for more. They were hoping he was going to feed them now for the rest of their lives. He would just supply them with food for free. The idea was that Elijah should have come to me and had a cake for free. But Jesus tries to explain to them that there was something more important here than a bread for one day. He wanted to explain to them that he was more important than bread for one day. And they said, God gave our ancestors the manna from heaven. He fed them for 40 years. In one sense, going, please feed me for the next 40 years. Give me everything I need for the next 40 years, please. Just like their shoes never wore out, can my shoes never wear out, please? Can you look after me for the next 40 years? And Jesus had to turn that round and say, no, I am the bread of life. I am. Come to me. Come to me. Because the hunger of life comes back every day. I'm always, well, if I eat a really big meal, I'm not hungry the next day. But as my family will tell you, that would have to be a big meal. Okay? Every day I am hungry. I can have a drink and I'm thirsty two hours later. Jesus said there was something more important here. Something which was so important that after they'd experienced it, they wouldn't hunger in the same way and thirst in the same way. He was inviting them to get to know him. Now, was it wrong for the, for the people to ask for their practical needs to be met? The answer is no. No, it isn't. Jesus, in fact, Jesus taught that and in Matthew 6. He said this. In verse 25, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you eat or drink, or about your body, what you wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life. Skipping on. 
But seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Jesus understood that people need day-to-day stuff, and he wasn't criticizing them for asking for it. This is about priority. There's something more important here. Jesus was saying, look, I am here. Feed on me. Listen to what I've got to say. If you want your physical needs met, first come to me, understand what God wants, and the physical needs will come out of that. And we can very often do that, can't we? I don't know about you, but there's a temptation that I certainly have to face regularly that when I'm in trouble, I instantly go to Jesus and I don't go, hello, Jesus, nice to meet you. How was your day? And I start talking to him. I go, I need this. Will you do this for me? Will you, will you sort this out? Will you sort this out? And what Jesus is saying is the practical things of life are not the primary importance. Actually, the spiritual things of life are more important. Your relationship with Jesus is more important than whether you stick a cake in your mouth. But there's nothing wrong with eating cake. Jesus promises to meet our practical needs, our physical needs, if we follow him. When he says the kingdom, a kingdom means you have a king. It means you give authority to the king. Following Jesus means we give to Jesus the place of king, the power and the authority to say to us, do this, go here, say this, move here. We give it to him freely. Okay? So when Jesus is saying, I am the bread of life, he's inviting people to get to know him and to let him be in charge, to rule their lives. And in doing so, Find everything else supplied. All the needs. Don't put your needs first. Put Jesus first. Then everything else follows second. It will come. It will come to you. It might take some time. You might have to work for it. It might be that he gives you a miraculous gift. It might be 101 different ways. But he will provide if you put him first. And that's what he's saying. That's the secret of life. Know Jesus, everything else follows. If you put the other things first, then you've got problems. Okay. Now, Jesus, when he actually shares this word, is actually actually echoing a prophecy which came in Isaiah. So I want to read you the prophecy. Okay. So this is a prophecy from Isaiah 55, and it starts at verse 1. So remember, this is thousands of years before. Well, about a thousand years before. Okay. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labour on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. 
my faithful love promised to David. See, I've made him a witness to the people, a leader and commander of the peoples. Surely you will call nations you do not know, and nations you do not know will come and hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. And this is the key passage. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will freely pardon. In a minute, we're going to take communion. And in communion, there is bread. It's there on purpose because that bread symbolizes life. Jesus' life that he is offering to us all. He's offering us the bread of life. And he's saying, take me, eat me, take me into yourself, live with me, be encouraged by me, let your whole life be fed by me, focus on me. So that is our offer today. Jesus is alive. You can meet with him in the next few minutes. You can meet with him now. But if you want to, as you take communion, as you take the bread of life, as you eat Jesus, remembering his death on the cross and today the resurrection, as you eat it, say, come, Lord Jesus, come to me. I want to know you. I want to know you. And I believe that you can meet me where I am. Focus on Jesus, not on the needs of this world. Come, all you are hungry. Father, we thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his death. Thank you for his resurrection. Thank you, Jesus, that you, you shared it all with us so that you could, and you taught us and you tried to help us to understand. We just ask you today to help us to meet with you. And I pray you'd help us to bow the knee that we would have you as king of our lives. And thank you, Lord, that in that you meet all the other needs that we have. Thank you. Amen.